Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon, and this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. And today we are offering some quick tips on how to build better presentations, a thing that I will admit I do not miss from my corporate career, but alas, we understand that some of you may be building presentations every day, and we should talk about this. (laughs) Shannon, can you tell me why people call presentations decks? No, I can't. I don't know why. Why do we do? Why do, well, maybe because like they get stacked. Like in the old days of paper, it would be like stacked like a deck of cards. I have like, no idea. So I much like that paper idea. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm running with. I thought for sure you were going to offer us. No, I know nothing. <laughs> I just I always thought it was so weird when I first heard that, and they're like, "Okay, are you working on that deck?" I'm like, "I no. Why What's would I be deck? working on a deck? Like, we're <laughs> work. Stop." And they're like, "No, that's what you call a presentation." And I think at that point, I was just like dumbfounded by the idea of it that I wasn't like explained to me this word right now. I need to understand why we're using this word in lieu of this other word, which seems like a fine word. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've never thought about that. I love that you had that moment or that conversation where you had to be like, what, what the hell? I'm disappointed, though, that you don't know why they're called that. Now I'm gonna have to go Google that later. Yeah, I think we'll get an answer at some point. So let's talk about decks. Yeah. Yeah. So I can lead us off here because I don't think I'll have a lot more to offer here except for this one. So my biggest tip when building decks, and this was something I learned the hard way. I can literally remember the role in which I finally figured this out is to really take Rami's hero, Simon Sinek. (laughs) No. Rami hates Simon. But take his premise of start with why. So when you're building a deck, how do you make sure that you're you're hitting on the why first, then the how, then the what? We often misorder those three parts of a presentation. And it's usually the direction that most people think in though, right? So first, making sure that you're addressing right on the top in a deck, why the hell should people care about the thing you're about to talk about? What is the impact to them or to a thing that they care about? So can I add on here because yeah. I think this is really good. The The best advice I was ever given when building a presentation or a deck was you are presenting to a group who doesn't care about this thing and has no idea about this thing. And you in the in the course of your deck, you need to get them from not knowing to both knowing and then very uh, concerned about whatever the issue is concerned to the point that when you give them an option that they are like, they are getting upset at you that we haven't made this thing happen sooner. I love that. I love that. And that goes beautifully with your mentor and favorite human in the whole world, Simon Sinek, and what he would say. So (laughs) why should they give a crap about the thing that you're about to talk about? What's the impact to them? Then moving into how to address it. What is the solution that you're proposing? And then finally, the what to do next. What is the very next step that you are recommending that they take or we take together? So that's it. That's all I got about text. <laughs> but seriously, though, what I would say is when I got this joke of presentations, I was in my back to school expert role. And when I got this joke and I started like building presentations in this way, or even frankly, building like critical conversations in this way, anytime where I had to influence people without authority, and I used this method, it was like grease. It was like, finally, everything got a whole lot easier. Uh-huh. You so got WD-40 easier. on everything? I got WD-40 on everything and everything worked. I like it. So I think 
just to add on there, when you're thinking about it, remember that people don't have any context. So you have to give them a lot of context, but you have to make it urgent. Okay. Very, very, very tactically. My next piece of advice is six by six. People will say seven by seven, but no more than six bullets per slide and no more than six words per bullet. Otherwise you get really mushy and people will look at it and kind of daze out. You're presenting to give more context than what's on the page. And so take advantage of that, but make sure that what is there is enough that people could read it and get it without you needing to be there. Yes. I love six by six. That's the thing that I've heard too. And in this conversation now, of course, I'm thinking of another tip <laughs> related Let's to that it. six by six. But uh, this is another like thing that I learned the hard way, remembering that less is more. So I was the kind of person before I had that light bulb moment in that back to school expert role where I thought I needed to show my work all the time. You know, like when you're doing like a long division math problem and you're like, I'm showing my work or the Uh teacher in your math class would tell you to show your work. I used to do that all the freaking time in my presentations. Nobody gives a shit about your work. (laughs) So stop showing your work in presentations. Don't feel like you need to. They can ask you questions for more context. And that might actually make for a more engaging presentation in the first place. If you're hitting on the why, how, what you really question or challenge yourself like, Do I need to show my work here? Or where am I showing my work in this presentation where I could cut, eliminate, paraphrase, cut the whole chunk out entirely and let them ask if they need more information on something, on how I got to some data point or something? I agree, but I'm going to kind of disagree with you, Shane. Yeah, please. I think there are some people who are going to want to see the work. So what I would say is if you have those people, you don't have to show it in the deck. Make an appendice, throw it in there. And yes. then if they go, hey, I want to see this, you can say, okay, cool. Let me swing to the appendice really quick, show you the breakdown of this complex thing, yes. and then let's go back to the deck. But I think there are people who are going to want to see that. And so if you know that those people are going to be there, don't put it necessarily in the body of the deck, but put it in the appendices. That way, at least you have it in case they do call upon it. Yeah, if you need it, totally. If you I've, need it. Right, if you need that. But I would, I guess like what I'm saying too is, if you don't need the appendices, I, yeah, I, we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Don't put it in the body of the deck. If you need the appendices or you think someone else might need it, if it's like a real detailed math forecasting situation or something where they want to know all the factors you considered, great, go for it. Knock yourself out. Put it in the appendices so you have it in case Beautiful. it comes up. Uh, Robin, my next piece next is, is this being presented at a meeting? Could it be an email? I love asking, could it be an email? Do we need to meet? Do we need to have this meeting? Do you need to build a presentation? Could it be an email? Emails are much easier to write, I think, than building a deck. You got to pick out the theme of the deck, your colors. You got to make sure you're using the branded ones. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things there. So I would just say, if there's ever an opportunity to not have to build a deck, take that opportunity, (laughs) make it an email, and move on your way. Yeah. I'm reminded of a phrase that they would say at Target all the time of inform, discuss, decide. Like, what what category would you put this piece of information in? Are you just informing people about something? That should be an email. If it's something that needs to be discussed and like debated, that's a meeting. If it's something where a decision needs to be made, that could be a meeting or an email potentially, depending on if you need to have some discussion first. So being mindful like, oh, this is just an inform. Maybe it doesn't need to be a presentation. Maybe it can just be an email. Yeah, I like that. Uh, My last piece here is... 
before, when you're done with your deck, summarize it to one slide. That slide should be the Simon Sinek rules, which are the why they should care, how to address the solution, and then the next steps. Get that all on one page. And if you can do that, that'll be the best summary that you will have for the end of your deck. And also the easiest way to print out one sheet and hand it to everybody in the room if, if, if necessary. And at least then you know, like, okay, because here's the thing. Here's the thing that happens a lot is we've got 10 presentations today and Rami, you're last. Okay, great. Well, we're running late. We're running late. We're running late. We're running late. Okay, Rami, do you want to present today or do you want to push to next week? And you go, well, no, like I need, I need a decision today. And so, you know what? We're just going to look at this one slide. I've got everything on it. Let me just run through it. It'll take me a minute and a half. And then let's make our decision. That is genius. That is genius. I love that so much. And that is such a thing that I remember happening over and over and over again. So what a helpful, I love that. What a helpful tip or trick to like have it all on one slide. So if you find yourself all of a sudden having to be on a condensed timeline, you can handle it. You can manage it. Oh, Rami, I love that. And Shannon, guess what? We have our fun fact about why a deck is called a deck. Oh, why? Uh, why is it called a PowerPoint deck? The term deck is used thanks to those old projectors that we called acetate decks. So when you had those big projectors, now we're going to date ourselves here, but they used to use them when we were like in school. Yep. And they would like draw on the see-through acetate paper. Yep, doing math. Uh-huh. You'd pile them up as a card deck like when you were done. I think if anyone can imagine something that's projecting light and then like see-through paper that they would use. Yep. It's moving from one side to the other, and it's building essentially a card deck. So your hypothesis, Shannon, was correct. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But plus the addition of the old projectors, which are, which like, that's just adorable. That brings back such fond memories of elementary school. Them using those markers on them and like doing math. Yes. The wet erase markers, not dry erase. Man, those are the best. Okay, so let me try to summarize this one on how to build better presentations. First, follow Simon Sinek's rule. I never know if I'm saying his name right. Start with why, move to how, then to what. Rami's point, think about the six by six, no more than six bullet points, no more than six words on each bullet point per slide. Uh, My tip around just like less is more. Don't feel like you need to show your work. We aren't doing the old acetate log division (laughs) math projection. Uh, and then Rami's tip, consider, like, could this be an email? Does this actually need to be in a presentation? Could you save a bunch of people a lot of time by doing that? And then I love Rami's tip around summarizing everything that you're trying to cover into one slide. So if you're short on time or if it's just more efficient, you can do just that one slide. I love it. With that, we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram and share your tips with us on how you build better presentations. Because we could all probably learn <laughs> even more after this. You know what we forgot is like all those fun like where the words like swing into the page and then oh, like slap the, animations. the back. Animations. We yeah, forgot about those. I would say hard pass on animations. <laughs> well, with that, you can decide what you want to do on animations or clip art or whatever. We'd probably advise against all of it. Uh, with that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami, and this has been Workplace Hugs. Thanks for listening.